0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Thinking Christian Podcast. I am your host, Dane Kramer, and I am glad that you're here today. Today is my Christmas special. I won't be singing for you, uh, but I want to talk about some Christian Christmas stuff, so uh, I'm glad you're here. If you'd like to know more about me or the Thinking Christian Podcast, just go to thethinkingchristian.us, thethinkingchristian.us, There you'll be directed to my website. Uh, There are plenty of resources there to browse, take a look at. Uh, Other things, not just about this podcast. That is my homepage, my own personal homepage. So people will be able to find more information about me, some interests, and, of course, there are some resources you can help yourself to. Um, So please do that if you'd like. Also, feel free to leave any kind of feedback on any podcast that you've heard, whether you've liked it or disliked it. That is always welcome. You can go to the podcast, and there is a comment form uh, on each one. Just uh, register and, and leave a comment if you'd like. I'm coming to you from my, uh, my office here in Somerset, Pennsylvania. And occasionally you can hear traffic in the background. <laughs> that's because my soundproof booth isn't very soundproof. And I uh, apologize for that. But hey, when you're working on a shoestring budget, that's what you get. All right. Let's get into today's episode. I want to talk about Christmas myths today. Just some uh, uh, myths that I want to talk about. Well, I don't even... You know what? Maybe they're not myths. I don't know if they are. I mean, you know... I, I. well, as we get into it, you'll, you'll find out what I mean. And 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 I want to talk about later why I'm talking about this, okay? Because the, the why is is what's really important. So just kind of bear with me. I want to talk about a few things. Kind of interesting, and this shouldn't be a really long podcast. I think I can make my points rather quickly here and easily, so that shouldn't be a problem. But, you know, as we come to Christmas, I believe that there are a number of ideas that we hold, another of uh, a, a number of just conceptions about Christmas. That about Christmas, which may or may not be correct. And uh, again, I want to talk about those a little bit today. Um, where, we, where do we start? Well, let's start with the uh, shepherds in the field. If you're familiar with the Christmas story, that will help. If you're not, you can read the Christmas account uh, in the Gospel according to Luke and in the Gospel according to Matthew. Uh, Luke chapter 2 is where the Uh, Account of the shepherds are out in the fields at night, and um, they hear an angel come to them. Now, you know it's interesting when we when we sing about this. There's a song called "Angels We Have Heard on High." When we sing that song, the the line is "Angels We Have Heard on High, sweetly singing o'er the plains." And in every Christmas pageant you've probably ever gone to, the angels are always singing. And yet, interesting, the Bible doesn't actually say that they sang. In Luke chapter two, verse nine, it says an angel, one angel of the Lord, appeared to the shepherds, um, and you know talked to them briefly. And then we read a few verses later that a great company of the heavenly host appeared. And so, this single agent was suddenly, or excuse me, this single angel. I guess he was an agent. Uh, but the single angel was suddenly joined by a host of other angels. And it said they were praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And what's interesting is there's no mention of any angels actually singing to the shepherds. It said that they said glory to God. Now they were praising God and it's possible that they sang. But the Bible doesn't say that they sang. Okay. Okay. You know, we just we kind of typically see the angels, you know, suddenly appearing in in, in the sky, and you know, this choir singing to them. Actually, it was a host. A host might be better translated an army of angels. Maybe armies sing. Maybe they don't sing. I I don't know. Um, And again, I I want to point out, I don't know if the angels were singing or not. All that I'm telling you is the Bible doesn't say that they were singing. Okay, nowhere does it say that the angels sang to the shepherds. That's the first thing I'm going to point out. And again, I, I'll get to why I'm talking about this later, because that re- that why is really important. And, uh, it far overshadows all these uh, incidental things that I'm talking about. Um, next is, well, in um, Luke chapter 2 also, um, little actually a little bit before that story, we have uh, the story of the innkeeper. You know, again, in every Christmas pageant play... There's this grumpy old innkeeper who is, uh, you know, standing behind some cardboard door, and um, Joseph and Mary come to him and knock on the door, and he opens it up and he shakes his hand, head and no, we don't. There's no room. And I've seen Christmas plays where his wife taps him on the shoulder and she whispers in the ear, and obviously she's saying, hey, you can have the stable or something like that. And so the innkeeper allows Joseph and Mary to go into his his uh, stable. Well, what's interesting is um, there's no innkeeper mentioned in the scriptures. Uh, the innkeeper, this person who appears in our pageants and in our Christmas plays and in our Christmas movies and so on and so forth, he's not actually mentioned in the Bible. All we read about in is, is Luke chapter 2, verse 7 is that there was no room at the inn. You know, that's it. As uh, a matter of fact, there are some Bible scholars, of which I am not, um, there are some Bible scholars who have made a point to tell us that the word inn isn't just like your typical, you know, holiday inn or something like that. It wasn't a typical hotel-motel chain or, or any kind of like that establishment. Rather, the Greek word, and again, I don't know if this is true or not. It may or it may not be true. I I, I don't know, but I'm just telling you what I've read by... People smarter than me is that the Greek word for the word inn kind of suggests uh, a guest room and and often it could be the guest room of a of a family member so if that were the case if this is a guest room of a family member there would be no innkeeper because the innkeeper would really just be a, a family member and uh, so it some have suggested that it possible that it could just simply meant that there was no guest room. There was no room at one of their family or their relatives' homes. Um, But no mention of an innkeeper. That has just kind of come into our traditions. It has come, come into our understanding without solid biblical support. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't an innkeeper. I'm just saying the Bible doesn't say or talk about an innkeeper. All right, what's next? Well, uh, okay, how about the song Away in a Manger? Remember that song, Away in a Manger, uh, and the one line says, the cattle are lowing. Uh, You know, there's cattle in this barn. Well, incidentally, the Bible doesn't actually talk about animals being present at all. Uh, there are no animals mentioned, and yet in our Christmas pageants and in our, in our movies and maybe even just in our minds' eye as we picture all of this, we see animals everywhere. I mean, Joseph and Mary are riding a donkey to uh, Bethlehem, and yet there's no donkey mentioned at all. Um, Jesus is born in a stable, and and he's surrounded by cattle and sheep and and you know other animals uh, that are typical found in a barn, and yet the Bible doesn't say. That there were animals present. What we do know is that there was a manger. Now, a manger is basically a feeding trough or a place that animals eat from. And so, it would be assumed that this was in some sort of barn or stable. It is assumed that there were animals present. I suppose if if there's a, a trough, a feeding trough present, then perhaps there would be an animal present. But uh, it's not really for sure I mean we don't really know this information it it could be true or it may not be true all right um well, let's just talk about one more here and then we'll get to the why I'm talking about any of this at, at all uh and this is one probably a lot of you already know about uh you know we, we another song that we sing and maybe that's where we get some of our traditions we, we get them from the songs that we sing but there's a song that's commonly sung at Christmas time called "We Three Kings." Um, you probably know the song "We Three Kings of Orient Are." Oh, incidentally, um, we don't know. I mean, they probably weren't. They probably weren't even kings. They were magi or wise men or sages or maybe some sort of astrologers from. From the east, and when we say the east, we're talking perhaps modern-day Iraq area. Again, not really sure about that, but not kings in the sense that these were uh, these were royal monarchs who ruled some sort of land. That would be probably an inaccurate understanding of that. But more, more I don't I don't want to say more importantly, but more notably, because none of this really is that important. Okay, I'll get to that in a minute. More notably is that um, we don't know how many there were. We always say we three kings, but the Bible doesn't actually number the kings. Years ago, I was talking to a, a pastor. He was a friend of mine, really a good guy, um, and uh, we were talking about this. and And I and I mentioned to him that um, that there weren't three kings, or we don't know how many kings that there were. And he said, "Oh yeah, absolutely, there were three of them." And I said, "Well, no, the Bible doesn't say that." "Oh yes, it does," he said. In hey, fact, their names are in there. We we know who they are. <laughs> I challenged him to find it, and he couldn't, and he kind of, you know, I guess he, he was just surprised. Um, somehow, the tradition of Christmas had had just kind of informed him, or informed his mind, and he thought that not only did we know that there were three, but he assumed that their names were actually given in Scripture, which they are not. Um, we get to number three probably, and I don't know this for sure, but uh, we know that there were three gifts given, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These were three presents offered by these magi, these wise men from the East. And um, we know that there were three gifts, and so it's probably assumed that there were three magi, three wise men present. But it doesn't say that. Yeah, it it doesn't say that there were 3 uh, there it's plural so we know there were at least 2 and somewhere less than infinity i mean i don't i don't know how many there were there could have been 100 there could have been 50 there could have been 3 there could have been 10 i i don't know i i honestly don't know the the bible just doesn't say all right, so why am I talking about all of this? You know, am I trying to ruin your Christmas? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to ruin anyone's christmas and and I'm not talking about these things or pointing them out um, to kind of suggest that you know I know the Bible better than other people or something like that. I mean, these things are well well known by a lot of people, not just not just me. So it's not so much that it's about knowing the Bible better. but I, I want to use these points to challenge our thinking. You know, when we come to the Scriptures, it's easy, very easy, sometimes, to begin to import into the Scriptures, into the words that we're reading, some preconceived notions. And sometimes we can actually fool ourselves into thinking that we know what this says without really paying attention to the text itself. And, and these examples from Christmas, I believe, gives up, give us really good examples of this. That sometimes we can just kind of make some assumptions about something in the Bible that's not really there. Now, again, let's say the kings. There might have been three. I don't know. And if you believe that there were three kings, you, you could be right or you could be wrong. And, and I will admit also, none of this really matters. I mean, no one's salvation is je- is in jeopardy if they, if they think that the angels sang to them rather than uh, talked to the shepherds. I mean, none of this is essential. The point, again, that I'm just trying to make, just one simple point is, we have to remember that there's potential. As we come to the Bible, there's potential for us to begin to uh, import some thoughts or notions that we may have preconceived into the text. We may be right or we may be wrong about those. And the task of any Bible student is to try to, well, try to understand the Bible for what it says. To let the Scriptures speak its mind, not ours, into it. And that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, I think sometimes we all can be guilty of that. I've read passages so many times that I almost fail to see what they really say. And I'll be reading them again, maybe in a different circumstance, and suddenly I think, oh my goodness, how could I have missed this? It, it's as big as the nose on my face. And there I missed something. And the reason why is because I had read it so many times and become familiar with it that I began to answer the questions my mind raised with my own answers rather than letting the scriptures speak to me. So once again, as we enter this Christmas season, as we go to these Christmas plays, I'm not trying to give you something, you know, to make a point with somebody else or to get into an argument. This has nothing to do about with that. It, this has only to do with the challenge that we have. So this is really just a reminder that as we go through the scriptures, as we address the ideas and read the things that are there, that we have to let it speak to us. We have to be very careful not to be inserting in the text those things which we believe to be true. Well that's enough for today. Uh, This is right around the Christmas time, so I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. And may the light of Christ shine very brightly in your lives. This is Dane Kramer from the Thinking Christian Podcast signing out. Thank you.